Welcome to A Cup of J Podcast, where we have great conversations with a splash of J. I'm your host, Jeanette. I am not a Christian. That's the title of today's episode. And as always, I hope to be able to have an open and transparent conversation. But it's my deeper hope that through this conversation, I will be able to provide a sense of encouragement and hope to someone in their darkest hour. Let's talk. agree that there has been a lot going on in the world lately not just with the world but in in the world and our personal lives honestly I had no plans of putting out a podcast until next month I was taking a break to accomplish some things and also to just be kind to myself as I navigate some transitions but during this break the world and life has been busy I've always had a deep interest in world events and lately I've been glued to the TV and news outlets and researching everything that's been going on between Haiti and what's been unfolding in Afghanistan and My thoughts have been ruminating on these topics. Um, One of the things that has unfolded also, um, as some of you may know, that there have been some fairly, I would say, popular people um, on in, in social media that have made it known that they are stepping away from the faith and are now claiming that they are no longer a Christian. And people making a decision to walk away from Christ is not new, but I do find it interesting to hear what led them to that decision. It's also interesting, actually sometimes somewhat disheartening, to see the reactions of people um, to when people express that they are turning away from the faith, especially disheartening to see the reactions of some Christians. So with, with with all that that's going on, I personally wanted to take this time to step out and give a little bit of my own opinion and personal experience on this topic of dealing with doubt and walking away from the faith. And so I do hope that this conversation will be one of encouragement 
and uh, one of hope. A Christian. Those were the words recently shared by Joseph Solomon on social media. If you don't know who he is, I would encourage you to follow him, follow his platform, his music, his videos. I don't know him personally, but he is an amazingly talented individual. Um, and I know that he's built his platform kind of around his Christian identity. So I'm sure that speaking those words and sharing that with the world had to be extremely difficult. My prayers are with him as he walks through this journey in life. And there have been a few other people recently that have come out and said that they are not Christians. Um, I even have a friend in North Carolina that put out a video about his journey and uh, his reason for not being a Christian. So I know that this is nothing new, but I have felt compelled to share my own perspective of faith or lack thereof, and what it means to struggle with doubt, the heaviness that it all entails, how I've had my own personal struggles with doubt, and being tempted to walk away from the Lord. I pray and hope that my words will bless whoever is listening, and I hope that this talk will be a source of encouragement for you in your darkest hour. So let's start with a disclaimer. First of all, I have two things that I would like to say. One, sometimes I shy away about speaking from speaking about certain topics in fear that I don't want to I want to make sure that I'm not being that that I don't come across as a know-it-all because I don't know it all. Um But I also sometimes have a fear of speaking on certain topics out of fear of not being biblically sound. Um, I know I am human. I know I can be flawed in my way of thinking. And I don't want to lead anyone down the wrong path when it comes to faith. I don't have all the answers, but I do study and I research and I pray that the Holy Spirit leads me in all truth. But I also know I can make mistakes. I know that my understanding can sometimes be flawed. So I want to say that whatever I say here, I just pray that you submit it to the Lord for careful consideration. Number two, this is the biggie. I want to start by saying I do take these things seriously. 
you may hear me make some jokes and laugh and uh making jokes and laughing as a part of this conversation it's my way of keeping it light partly due to my personality but also I have a bit of a morbid sense of humor and that has some to do with my background as a hospice nurse and a nurse in general uh, sometimes working in the medical field can give you a bit of a morbid personality, but especially in hospice, dealing with death and dying. So please don't mistake my joy or my jokes as a lack of understanding of the seriousness and heaviness of this topic, because trust and believe I know that in the end, every knee shall bow. The Bible says, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue confess to God. So then each of us will give an account of himself to God. It also says, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So, believe me when I say, I understand the seriousness of having doubt. So please know that (laughs) as I talk about this, I'm in no way making fun of anyone who's struggling with their faith. Every knee will bow, either on this side of eternity or the next. But life has a tricky way of making you, as we would say in Game of Thrones, bend the knee. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I know it's the Holy Spirit that draws. But life be life and man, You think you're standing ten toes down on that whole, I don't believe in Christ. But when the waves of life starts to knocking at you, it makes your legs a little shaky and you start to doubt your doubts. Furthermore, people get worried, you know, when someone walks away from Christ <laughs> and I probably shouldn't share this, but something I had said to someone earlier, you know, these niggas, <laughs> they always circle back to their exes. You don't think they ain't going to circle back to God? <laughs> jokes, folks, jokes. But I know it. I've seen it. People come running back singing like escape. Who can I run to? <laughs> calling out to Jesus and from my point of view as long as there is breath in your body there is still hope so people walking away from the faith is not new but I would love to share a little bit about my journey in hopes to encourage you guys so how about we start with the world race The world race. 
The world race is in 11 month missions trip to 11 countries. You travel around the world working with different organizations, helping to bring the gospel to different people groups. It's an amazing experience. One where you can firsthand see the work that the Lord is doing in the earth. I was a part of that group. I left in 2013, came back in 2014. And for me, it definitely was life-changing. I learned a lot about my walk with the Lord. But unfortunately, there has been instances where people have left the world race and walked away from Christ. <laughs> I remember at one point we were discussing this um, and <laughs> I remember someone said, <laughs> and it, it still seems very funny to me, what about the world race and traveling the world and seeing the majesty of what the world has to offer makes you want to come back and say, man, Jesus ain't it. <laughs> it's kind of like, damn. <laughs> you literally have traveled the world and seen it in, in its all its glory. <laughs> and there have been people who have come back and said, you know what? You know, this Jesus thing, this just ain't it. It's unfortunate, but it has happened. People leave the faith for many reasons. It's always been my stance that if someone is my friend and they are struggling with their faith or they leave the faith, I'm still going to, I'm going to stick beside them because <laughs> I understand this faith walk, this faith journey, it can get tough. So I just want to share a little bit about myself and my faith journey. A little known fact, I used to run a Bible college at the church that I was a member of for a long time. I sung on the worship team. I was heavily involved in local and international missions. And I grew a lot. I learned a lot. I taught Bible classes. I helped other people with their faith walk while simultaneously dealing with my own struggles of doubt. I've, I've struggled with doubt throughout my faith journey, but I'm just sharing about this time because it's just a time that I can think of that comes to mind where I really struggled with faith. Um, I remember specifically, uh, I, I sung in the worship team and we would do worship every Wednesday. It was a time in my life that I was going through a lot dealing with a lot of heartache and heartbreak and just crying out to God and feeling like I was not getting anywhere. And I remember saying to God, you know what? 
Lord, you're going to have to show up because there's no way that I'm going to be able to get on this stage and sing about you and sing praises to you if it's something that I truly don't believe. If I don't even believe that you are there, that you really exist. So I need you to show up before I get on this stage. And I remember the funny thing is, is that once I got to church that Wednesday night that I prayed that prayer, I was told we are not going to have worship tonight. (laughs) And I remember saying to God, okay, I see you've given yourself another week. (laughs) It's just funny the way my mind works. But I was really wrestling with God at that time. I felt like I was going through a lot and I felt like, why wasn't he showing up for me? I was struggling with thoughts of just walking away from Christ. I was angry at God, angry at him for not delivering me, angry at him for allowing me to be in so much pain. But the funny part about it is, is that even though I was angry with him and I had doubts that he even existed, I felt like he was the only person I could go to to discuss that hurt. Isn't that interesting? Arguing with somebody about being upset with them for not being sure if they existed. It's weird. It was was a weird thing. You know, I was like, well, if I'm going to say that I don't believe he's real, now I'm mad. But I want to tell him that I'm mad. So I'm going to tell God that I'm mad at him. (laughs) It's just odd. You know, even after struggling that way, I found myself coming back. And I ended up just being like, like Peter. You know, Peter and Matthew. uh, I remember the verses. It said, After this, many of the disciples turned their back and no longer walked with him, meaning Jesus. So Jesus said to the twelve, Do you want to go away as well? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. (laughs) My man, Peter. Y'all know Peter is actually one of my favorite characters, not characters, people in the Bible. But that's where I was. Even though I was angry with the Lord, even even though I was struggling with doubts, even though I was struggling with doubting if if he even existed, at the end of the day, I came back and my cry was, Lord, to whom shall we go? To whom shall I go? You have the words of eternal life. While we're at it, let's just talk about other people who have struggled in the Bible. I have consistently said that I wanted to put out a series called Real and Relatable. At some point, I'm going to actually get up and do it. 
But one of the reasons I find the Bible so fascinating is because you find real people with real issues and relatable struggles from John the Baptist to Gideon to Moses to the woman at the well. The Bible is full of people with real emotions and real issues, regardless of time context, culture, some things remain the same. Some things reach across oceans, culture, ideologies, things like fear, doubt, shame. Those things remain the same. Those emotions, those real emotions, They remain the same. And in the Bible, you find people who struggle with those things. In Matthew chapter 9, you see a man who was struggling because of what was going on with his son. He wanted Jesus to heal his son. And he said immediately, The father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. He said it with tears. Help my unbelief. How real and relatable is that? Underneath those waves and those currents of unbelief. There's that little seed of faith. And sometimes we're just clinging to it, grasping onto it, asking, Lord, help. Help grow that seed. So there is a soft spot in my heart for those who struggle with their faith, those who are willing to wrestle with their doubts, Some people walk away from the faith easy. I mean, every situation isn't the same. But there are others who, whose faith finds a violent death. Some people really put their hand to the plow and really try to examine their faith and their doubts and wrestle with it. I'll be honest with you, transparent moment. There are certain topics that I sometimes shy away from, from studying because I'm afraid of the answers or afraid of the lack thereof. So I really admire those who are willing to really wrestle and examine their faith. Recently, I posted a a social media post on my Instagram that had a little bit to do with this. On that post, I said, remember, We are trying to wrap our minds around a God who our minds cannot contain. There are things that we can know about him, 
And as we study and grow closer to him, more will be revealed. But don't think that you in your finite wisdom will ever be able to fully grasp all aspects of an infinite God. There will always be some things about him that you will not be able to fully comprehend. Now, for some people, that does not satisfy them. But for me, I understand that there will be some things as I'm here on this earth that I'm just not going to understand about the Lord. I think that the Lord, with the leading and the teaching of the Holy Spirit, reveals a lot to us. Please do not get me wrong. I used to run a Bible college. I think it's very important to study the scriptures, to test your faith, to examine the scriptures, to understand context. I think there has been a lot of damage that has been done by poor theology. I understand that harmful practices, Western culture and ideologies have done nothing to help people in their growing faith. So please don't get me wrong. I do believe that we should do our due diligence to get to know the creator of the earth. He has written a love letter to us and he has given us the Holy Spirit to allow us to draw closer to him and get to know him better. And we have been invited to embark on a lifelong journey of uncovering who he is and getting a deeper understanding of his heart. And it is our responsibility to do that. But I do also know that there are things about him that my mind will not be able to grasp. One thing I do understand, though, that as long as there is breath in the body, there is still hope for those who have walked away. We have no idea what seeds have been planted or watered and in what ways God is tugging at the hearts of our loved ones. There are ways that God has tugged at your heart, my heart, that nobody knows about. Even my father came to Christ in his old age and everyone had written him off. If a friend of mine says that they don't have faith or believe in God anymore, that's okay. That's my friend. I'm going to stick beside him. I'm not going to abandon them. I'm going to lean into my faith. I'm going to pray for them because they are no longer praying for themselves. I'm going to stand in the gap. 
I know what it means to struggle. And I'm sure that I will continue to struggle. I'm sure there will be moments, high moments of me where I'm standing ten toes down, sturdy on my faith. And then there's times where the ways of life will have me a little shaky. I know that sometimes struggling with your faith means wrestling intensely. It's sad when you see someone wrestling and their faith dies a tragic death. But here's the kicker. And the thing that I hope gives you hope, that God, he is life. He is hope. He is truth. He is able to do all he says he can do and more. He is trustworthy. You can trust him with your fears and your doubts. I was recently uh, listening to Joseph Solomon's song called Find Me. I would encourage you to listen to it. It brought me to tears because it resonated with me so deeply, the words in that song. It says, when I'm somewhere lost in the middle, you find me. And that's my prayer for him, for myself, and for anyone who may be lost in the ways of doubt. So, I just want to leave you with this. That if you're struggling with your faith, you're not alone. But God is bigger than your doubts. I also want to encourage you guys with just a couple of things that you might want to listen to. Even though Joseph Solomon is saying he's no longer a Christian, there is a message that he has up on YouTube. It's called, Why My Doubt Doesn't Dismay Jesus. What's interesting is that I listened to that message maybe about a week or two ago when I was really struggling with my own doubts. And I actually wanted to reach out to him. I doubt he'll ever hear this, but I wanted to reach out to him and say, I don't know where you are in your faith journey, but this message has really encouraged me and mine. Also, very recently, Pastor Stephen Furtick of Elevation Church uh, recently did a message called, You Didn't Lose It. You can find it on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. It was such an encouraging message for those who are struggling with doubt. And he reminds us that faith does not necessarily mean the absence of doubt. Also, if you're interested, one of my favorite authors is C.S. Lewis. You can check out many of his works. Sometimes he was known as the apostle to skeptics because he also struggled with doubt, but came back to the faith after walking away. So I want to end with this. I don't have all the answers, but my prayer 
is that whoever hears this, that you will find the encouragement that you need to keep the faith. Thank you for listening in. Join me for another episode. Also, check me out on Instagram. Leave a comment if any of this resonates with you. Or if you want to talk more, send me a private message. I would love to talk with you. Again, this is A Cup of J. I'm your host, Jeanette. Have a great night. Oh!